0: The entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies. It wasn't reading more business books and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we want to work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, my featured guest is Dr. Deb Ekstrom. That's Dr. Deb Ekstrom. And she is founder and CEO of a company called Deluge Bow. And they're, they're building this big empire for women. But here's what she's really standing for. She's all about wealth building for women. Okay. And we're going to talk today about how to create a cash machine to support your lifestyle. And I know that just hits you right between the eyes, especially you ladies right there. Okay. How do you build a cash machine to support your lifestyle? Because you have all these dreams, you have all these goals for your life, you wanna do better for your kids, for your family, for your spouse, but you don't know how to make the money. Nobody's taught you the financial literacy. How do you build a a machine that actually creates residual income for your life and the life that you wanna create? So I've invited her on today uh, to speak about that. And she's really a stand for for you ladies. Okay. And she has another website uh, that that's going up right now. We caught it right around Christmas time. So there's all these projects going on for them. And uh, that's called moneyloveswomen.com. Moneyloveswomen.com. Isn't that a great name? Now, if you go there right now, it may not be up. It's going up in February or so, but they're building something really great for you. Um, So Dr. Deb, Let me pull up her medical thing. So she's a cosmetic, she's an MD. uh, She's cosmetic, plastic, and reconstructive surgery specialist um, in Worcester. I believe that's uh, Minnesota? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Thank you.
1: Worcester, Massachusetts. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Look at that. I've been in Tampa way too long. And she's been practicing for about 35 years, Startup Nation. She's graduated from the University of Minnesota Medical School, uh, MD, in 1978, and specializes in cosmetic, plastic, and reconstructive surgery, orthopedic hand surgery, and much more. And now she's all about reconstructing your life and, and really creating that lifestyle Um, that you want, that you've always dreamt you could have, but you just don't know how to get there. So Dr. Deb, welcome to your first 100K. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you?
1: Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, So I did start out in medicine, but I've always been entrepreneurial in my uh, orientation. And so after I did my training, I went into private practice and I had to learn how to run a business. Hmm. So I found mentors and advisors uh, as I would suggest to all of um, the people that are listening to your podcast, to find those people who've already done it so they don't need to reinvent the wheel. So I found people who'd done it and then I started on a self-imposed curriculum to teach myself business And it, while I was in the process of doing it. And I think so many entrepreneurs do that. I was wearing lots of hats at first, just like anybody in a startup, and like we are now with um, First Daily Bow, when we were doing a magazine, and now as we're doing our podcast with Money Loves Women uh, and our associated show notes uh, and our programs that are going to go with that. So, you know, uh, anybody who wants to start out with it, I suggest they start out in something they already know. So, if you're a teacher, Uh, you might want to do your first business doing some tutoring uh, and hiring tutors to work for you or something like that. But doing it in something you know. Now, I've been um, uh, 35 years in plastic surgery. And during that time, I was very interested in online publications and making money online and looking at that sort of thing. I looked at lots of other things too. I looked at real estate, dabbled in real estate for a while. It's a great path for some people, but it's just not for me. Um, you know, money lending, uh, all all kinds of different kinds of things. Um, and I really like the online sort of thing. I like to influence a lot of people at a time. So I would say anybody who's interested in making their first 100k, uh, and they don't have a lot of money to invest up front, they might look at uh, online possibilities. But more importantly, um, you know, they need to do something that's in their area of interest and expertise.
0: I love this point you're bringing up. And I think it's a very neglected point. And that is we like, as entrepreneurs, we sometimes think that just because we like something that that's the thing we're meant to do. And that is not the case most of the time, I find. I find most of the time, to your point, what's the thing you already excel in? What's the thing you've already had success with? How can you take that, shift it, pivot it, monetize it, et cetera, and really go all in in a different direction, but in the same thing that you just make look easy? When others look at you doing it, you make it look easy to them, right? And there is something, Startup Nation, that you make look easy to everybody else. It's something you're taking for granted right now in your life.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Just looking creatively at what you're already doing and then seeing if there's a need within that niche and see if you can develop a spinoff within that so that you don't have to learn a whole new um, area of, of business, but so that you can progress or a whole new area, something maybe that you have as a hobby already that you could make into a viable business. And my tenant always is, if you don't think you can make 100K doing it, then maybe you should look at, at a different sort of direction for that.
0: nation. I'm going to piggyback off of that. I'm, I'm going to take out the maybe and I'm going to say, do not go do not. in that direction. Do not. do not move in that direction. If you can't make at least hundred K and support your family and your lifestyle, let's be honest. This is America. Okay. Things are getting expensive here. Okay. So hundred K doesn't go as far as you, you think. And especially if that's what you're grossing right and then you're left with what 40k 50k 60k after all your expenses that's barely enough to support a family especially if your family's growing right now so you want to be making at least i believe uh 100 to 500k per year um to really create that lifestyle that you're looking for so we're going to get into um how do you build that that cash machine so um deb dr deb Let's get into it. Let's get, let's make this tangible and practical. Okay. Because my listeners, they have the desire, they have the passion, they, they have the drive, but they keep running up short at the end of the month. They keep running out of money and they're, they're just not bringing in enough money to support this lifestyle that they're chasing. What are your top three tips or strategies that they can implement into their business Today, this week, going into 2020, and make 2020 the year that they gross over $100,000 in their business. Come on, let's build this cash machine. What are your top three tips? Great. I
1: think that um, the first thing is they need to make sure they have a reason and purpose uh, that fits with their values and ideals. Because if they don't, they're going to run out of gas. It can't be just about the money. It has to be. what is the higher purpose that you're doing this for? What is, what is the reason that you're developing this? You have to have that in place. And then we talked about doing a business in your area of interest and expertise. Your first one for sure you need to do like that. And uh, then you need to read and find mentors. And you need to look carefully at the business to see if it has potential. So if you're gonna put this cash machine together, Does it have enough potential that you can get out of the business, not just create yourself a job, but get out of the business, put people in place to make the business run without you eventually. Now you're going to be wearing all the hats at first and you can start small. Um, The other thing I really like to see because uh, I have engineering sort of tendencies, so it's problem solving, right? Whenever you're creating a business, you're trying to solve a problem uh, for the the, and create value for the people who are going to give you their money in exchange. So you want to make sure that you've got that set in a way that will get you out of the business, but that can be scaled and you can eventually create that cash flow, not just for your lifestyle, but for you eventually get your money to work for you. Okay, uh, and I, I got I, that. I, yeah.
0: So I I think those are very high level. They're good. I agree with them, but they're very high level. Let's bring it down a little more tactical. What is one action step? Okay. Um, This show goes live on uh, the end of this week, right? This Friday, which is, let me pull the date here, the 26th, December 26th, right after Christmas, 2019. We're headed into the new year. We're gonna have about half a week, a week or so before uh, we get into 2020. What can Startup Nation do? Step one, give them one tactical action step they can do right now to position themselves to create this cash machine for 2020.
1: I think the first thing they need to do is, let's say they have basically very little cash to start this business. I think the first thing they can do is uh, do some research and find out, uh, uh, I would recommend an online business because I think you need very little cash to get started and start to look for opportunities where you can do this. Now, one of the things we're gonna do with um, Money Loves Women is create uh, access to people who can provide those opportunities. So for example, I have um, a gentleman that's developed a system where uh, for a very small amount of money, you can get started in his business. In fact, you can read his $25 book uh, that talks about how to put uh, uh, people who want to sell their homes together with people who want to buy a home but can't qualify for a mortgage and be the person in between. And he can teach you how to, do, you can read his book for $25 and learn how to do it. Uh, you can buy his course, it's less than $2,000 online Uh, his name is Chris Prefontaine. I've known him for a long time. He came right from this area. And uh, he is now setting people up to make, uh, within 90 days of doing his program, uh, $70,000 per deal. Uh, You do three or four of those, you can really supplement your income a lot. So there's those opportunities out there, um, finding those people. And that's one of the things I think that's the hardest part is actually finding that opportunity in an area of your interest. But mm. I think if you do the research, you can find it.
0: So how do you filter through all that noise? Like, well, what can startup nation yeah. do? Like how do they clear Cause there's a lot of online opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and a lot of yeah. them are scams. Let's be real yes. about it. So yes. how do you filter through all of that and get that one that's in your area of expertise?
1: Uh, I think it, you know, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's easy because it's not but i think you need to talk to people who have um actually done uh done the program and if whoever's presenting that to you doesn't have those referrals for you to talk to you need to be suspicious
0: Hmm. so
1: uh if if you talk to chris prefontaine for example and he will set you up with people that have come have done this program and have uh, started out with very little. And some of them have started at a high level, but some of them haven't. And they've just started out with almost no capital. Mm. And uh, I think uh, his best client made in 18, his first 18 months made something like $1.7 million. It's work. It's work. If
0: you're looking
1: for something to fall out of the sky, it won't.
0: All right, so Startup Nation, um, that is a wisdom nugget there, is before you invest into any new project or deal, always uh, ask for client testimonials and and ask to speak with them directly, right? Because you really want to get what's real. You really want to get, hey, what were some of the challenges? What uh, happened when you joined this program that you weren't expecting? You know, Just some of those negative things so that you really head into that with eyes wide open. And, and ask yourself, hey, is this something I really wanna get into? Because whatever you get into, it's work. Dr. Deb is right, it's work. You gotta do the bleeping work, right? But Dr. Deb, let's pull this back just a little bit, all right? Because we're speaking um, to uh, business owners that uh, they're ready in business, uh, many of them, right? Some of them are contemplating their moonlighting and business on the side. And I think we just uh, spoke to them and gave them value. But what about the, the business owner right now that They've been doing 60,000 a year, 80,000 a year. They can't break the 100K mark. Uh, what tactical uh, strategy or, or tip do you have for them this year to push them over that 100K and well beyond?
1: I think that the biggest thing that someone who's got a business going that they want to get that business um, making more money, There's there's a couple of things. They need to look at their operating systems to make sure that they've got their leadership and their operating systems in place. And that's probably the biggest thing that will increase their income. And uh, the um, book that I found the most helpful is the book, Traction, with the entrepreneur's operating system. And I think um, people who I've seen who've put that in place, and now we're putting that in place for ourselves. um, It's very valuable. It seems simple when you read it. Uh, and there, there are mentors out there who you can bring in if you have the capital to do that, who will really jumpstart you and get you going. And that's really got a lot of information about leadership. And then uh, there's a group from Infusionsoft uh, that put together a really great program called Elite Entrepreneurs. And if you're not at a hundred or if you're not at a million dollars yet, I mean we're talking 100k here, they have an online program for very uh small amount of money that you can teach yourself and your and your uh leadership team how to put uh really make your business effective and i think those two resources are the single most valuable resources out there right now for business owners to really be able to rev their business and increase their income
0: Mm. Okay, powerful, powerful tips here. And just so we know, right, Startup Nation, because I know you you always wanna you you want context. And Dr. Deb has built a plastic surgery private practice of her own, right? So she's a business owner. She's very successful at what she does. She's been referred to me. Now, Dr. Deb, um, I'm going to ask you a provocative question. Most all my guests uh, answer, but how much gross revenue did your business, your private practice do in the past 12 months approximately?
1: So we do about $1.8 a year. And I think next year we will uh, exceed that in revenue because we are fine tuning with the entrepreneurs operating system and with uh, elite entrepreneurs uh, together. I think that will push that to a new level. Um, and then we have to decide if we want to do a spin-off with that business or not. Do we mm-hmm. want to hire more plastic surgeons and scale that business? Um, do we want to push into a, uh, our skin and laser the centers more do we want to? we've partnered now with a salon spa that's a new spinoff for us do we want you know which direction do we want to go but you'll notice once again that it's all within that same theme that's and right. then and then we're building um we're building this new business and i'll not kid you there's uh there's been missteps we had a, a website builder who couldn't do the job so we wasted money there uh, we went down a little bit of a blind alley with uh, trying to do the magazine and then finding that it was probably too competitive of a, c- competitive of a space and that the subject matter we were trying to present was uh, too high a level for most writers uh, mm-hmm. to, to do. Uh, so we had to do a shift with that. And now we're rebranding from uh, Deluge Beau, which was the magazine, to Money Loves Women with a focus. Uh, so it takes some time when you're starting a new business that's different to uh, figure out exactly where you're focused and progress should be. So that's been a learning experience for us and I'll kid you not, it costs money.
0: Oh yeah, it does. It costs money to learn, doesn't it? It does. Startup Nation, I really like that Dr. Deb just got really transparent with us there. And she said, hey, listen, you know, I'm doing 1.8 million a year in my business and I'm still making costly mistakes right yeah, she yeah. doesn't she doesn't have it all figured out none of us have it all figured out that's why we need each other that's mm-hmm. why you listen to this show that's why i bring on these guest experts and say hey what's working for you and what's not working for you and we get really clear about that and for some of you listeners that have taken the advice and written down the three tips and strategies from each of my guests and then applied it into your business I know that some of you have made your first 100K and beyond just by listening to the show and applying this advice. Like, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing this. But I do want to take out that misnomer that it's going to be easy, that you're going to do it perfectly. You're not going to make any mistakes because obviously everybody else doesn't make any mistakes. That's all a lie. That's all, like, that's just not real. And Dr. Deb is a very successful businesswoman here, and and she's here to teach other women how to run successful businesses and, again, create that cash machine for the life that they want for themselves. And she's telling you, hey, I'm still making mistakes right now. So, Dr. Deb, I just wanted to acknowledge that publicly because that's powerful. And, And that's for Startup Nation to say, hey, you don't have to have it all figured out. Just ask yourself this question every day. What's the next move? Yeah. What's your next move?
1: And stay really want focused, add? really, really focused on what you're doing, I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is, uh, All
0: right, so let me ask you this. Um, what has been the number one daily habit? Because I know you're a big mindset type of person. What has been the number one daily habit that's really helped you build this successful million dollar business and now create these other businesses?
1: I'll tell you that the daily habit that's most important in my life is to start every day with gratitude. Mm. So I think an attitude of gratitude and the certainty of abundance so that you keep your mindset uh, going in the right direction is probably the single thing for me that helps me to be successful.
0: Mm, That's powerful. So attitude of gratitude, Startup Nation, and I know you've heard it before. The question is, are you doing it? Are you doing it? If you're not doing it, if you're not taking the advice you keep hearing all over the place that's working for others and making them successful, why not? What are you holding back on? Why do you think that you got, you got the answers? If, it's not, if you're not getting the results, you don't have the answers. That's, what, that's just what's so. So listen to people again, the results and you'll start getting results. All right, so let me ask you this, Dr. Deb. What has been the number one thing? If you could isolate it and put it into one thing, what has been the number one thing or, or, or tactical strategy that you have used that has grown your business the most revenue-wise?
1: I think um, uh, keeping a handle on the numbers and being grounded in reality of what's really going on and then uh, and having that be in real time, not in delayed time, but in real time.
0: Can you so, go a little deeper, expand on what sure. you mean by so that?
1: Looking at your, uh, your profit and loss and looking at what your daily revenues are and knowing what the important numbers are. So for me, it's how many patients do I need to see per day? What kind of patients do they need to be to um, bring uh, fill my operating schedule and what do I need to do to shift w- uh, with the seasons to help keep those numbers robust? And that drives my, my strategies and my tactics. So I handle on the numbers and they have to be real time, not the end of the month, not the end of the quarter, but constant feedback of the numbers. And then making sure that you're grounded in the realities of what those numbers are coming from and how to produce them.
0: Mm, that is so powerful. And I think you just spoke to uh, 90% of entrepreneurs out there that are not doing that. And I've been one of them. Startup Nation, I could tell you in almost every single one of my businesses, I've always been, oh, I don't, I don't like the numbers. I, I, I like people. I want to just go, you know, get the sales and, and, and help the team and everything like that. I don't want to deal with the numbers. And that has cost me so much. Over so many businesses, you know, I've had over 10 uh, businesses and, you know, two to three succeeded. The rest were miserable failures and cost me a lot of money and I didn't run my numbers and I didn't look at them on a regular basis. And the numbers I did track were not the important ones. And, and Dr. Deb, I think that is so, so vital what you're saying here. And this is an area I struggle with and I want to improve in is how do I really get control of those numbers when I don't like looking at numbers? Can you answer that question for Startup Nation?
1: Well, I, I think most entrepreneurs are kind of where you're at. They're, um, I don't like the numbers either. So I hired somebody to help keep me grounded in the numbers and she's a numbers person and probably one of the most important persons that I got involved in my practice and now uh, in my business. Um, and I think if you're not a numbers person, you got to have somebody who you trust and know and are willing to listen to who handles the numbers. And mm-hmm. not a, a v- interpreters are visionaries and creators. They're very commonly not good in the numbers piece. That's right.
0: But you're saying without those numbers, you're making decisions that aren't even based on reality.
1: Right. The numbers numbers. are the reality. Need that numbers person. And there's the the people out there that they thrive on that. Numbers speak to them. Numbers don't speak to me. I want somebody to look at the numbers with me and interpret the numbers with me and help. I I can figure out which numbers I need uh, and which ones will help drive my strategy. But being able to interpret those numbers off the sheet. And there's people, I love that when they just look at it and they go, wow, that jumps out, that jumps out. That doesn't happen to me. So you need that numbers person to help you probably more than anything else if you're an entrepreneur.
0: Startup Nation, uh, I'm gonna just expand with a little story here because Dr. Deb's point on this, I I couldn't have asked for a better topic um, in this area for building your cash machine is really knowing your numbers and which numbers matter. And I was sitting at the, the coffee shop uh, last week, I think it was, and uh, there was two gentlemen, one I know, and he, he runs a, um, a tennis academy for kids. And he's very successful here in Tampa with it. And he's doing a, probably half a million a year you know, with that. And he's a solopreneur and he's got his whole team around him. And he was consulting with this uh, Indian gentleman who is uh, a very successful, uber successful businessman in Tampa as well. And uh, he was given to him kind of like some consultation on you got to know your bleeping numbers and the other business owner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Numbers are cool. But man, I'm all about, you know, growing the, the business and stuff like that. He's like, and, and this Indian gentleman just kept coming at him like, he's like, listen, when it comes to your business, you need to look at the numbers without emotion, there's no feelings, there's no nothing. Just look at the black and white and all your business decisions are based on those numbers. You can be kind to people and everything like that, but you gotta know that your decision is based on the numbers. If you really wanna take this to the next level. And I at first I'm listening to the conversation, I'm like, wow, this guy is so harsh and man, he probably like, he's not a fun boss to work for etc and then I kind of just sat with it and I was like wow that's why he's so successful now I can't speak to his personal life I don't know it but that's why he's so successful in business startup nation is because he's doing exactly what Dr. Deb is advising and that is know your numbers know which numbers matter and know the and look at them on a regular basis and then make your decisions based on that Dr. Deb anything you want to add to that
1: no, it's just, it's so important. It seems so simple, uh, but when you're a visionary and an entrepreneur and you're doing all those other things to make your business go, uh, I think it's hard to, to do it. So you have to have your meetings in place and your cadence going uh, for getting your meetings together to make sure you review those numbers on a regular basis. And it's so important.
0: I get that. I think that's, that's a big value. So how did you find this, this uh, person to take care of your numbers? Give a tip to Startup Nation. Where can they go find this person? Is this the mathematician I just met?
1: No, uh, this is someone else. Uh, but she, uh, I found her by personal recommendation. And I think that's a great way to find somebody. So you ask other business owners around who they're using and how they're making it happen. And I think talking to other business owners is really, really valuable. So if you can even get in, you know, informally, formally, you can get into business groups, um, industry, out of your industry, doesn't matter. Just ask around. I, I was talking to other small business owners and that's how I found her.
0: Okay, great advice, Startup Nation. Go ask some other business owners. Say, hey, who's, who's in charge of your books? Who runs your numbers? You know, And look at successful people, people you wanna model, not the ones that are struggling with you. <laughs> that's that's yeah. very important. All yeah. right, so Dr. Deb, super awesome value here. Again, we're speaking with Dr. Deb Ekstrom. Uh, you can find her at Deluge Beau, that's spelled B-E-A-U dot com. And again, that's in transition over, uh, that probably won't even be there. We don't even know by, you know, 2020. But Money Loves Women is her new uh, project that she's pushing, the podcast that's uh, moneyloveswomen.com. So that's coming soon. Um, so we'll put the links to the show and everything there. They may be active, but always keep checking back in because, Dr. Deb is obviously somebody you want to be connected with. Dr. Deb, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. This is where I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. Uh, you'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink <laughs> it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? I hope I can do it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Dr. Deb, what's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Freedom. Freedom. What's your least favorite thing?
1: Responsibility.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what are you most afraid of?
1: Uh, failing.
0: Got it. What's, your, what's the number one thing you struggle with today, personally or professionally? Uh, staffing. Staffing. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business?
1: Uh, that's a good question. Uh, not looking at the numbers.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get that. What secret fear do you have about people?
1: Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Come on. We all have
0: something. We all have something, how we show up, how they perceive us. What's Uh, your secret fear?
1: uh, That I'm not good enough.
0: Yeah. That's a real one. Isn't it? What do you wish you had learned sooner in business?
1: Looking at the numbers,
0: looking at the numbers startup nation. How many times does Dr. Deb need to tell us this? What's a new habit you want to form?
1: Uh, Increased persistence.
0: Increased persistence. For me, Startup Nation, it's looking at the numbers. What's mm-hmm. a bad habit you want to break?
1: Uh, not exercising.
0: Mm. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Uh,
1: integrity. Uh, very, I guess that's two words, very tall. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, loving.
0: All right. Uh, a tall uh, loving woman with integrity. Sounds like a person I want to know. I'm and-
1: under 5'4", just so you know.
0: <laughs> oh, you're so funny. And pick three words to describe who you are your first year in this business.
1: Um, determined. Uh, naive. And uh, persistent. Mm.
0: Got it. And last question. If you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about everything, what would you say to them?
1: Never give up.
0: Never give up, Startup Nation. Dr. Deb, any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100K in 2020?
1: Go for it. Persist and don't ever give up. And I think if you are like that, you are unstoppable. Mm. It will happen.
0: Mm. Preach, Dr. Deb. Preach. Love it. <laughs> Love it. All right, Startup Nation, you heard it from Dr. Deb. You can find her at soon to be moneyloveswomen.com. What a great name. I think that's going to be an awesome brand for you, you gals over there love what you're up to. And uh, Startup Nation, if you want to go hear the podcast, go to josephwarren.com or you can find us on all the major outlets. Um, Also, if you want to read the blog for the podcast, we take these interviews now and we write out a blog. I write this stuff. Don't leave me hanging and not read this great content I'm creating for your life. I'm going to give you some extra tips, some extra strategies in these blogs. So go to josephwarren.net. You could click on the nav bar somewhere and find the blog. And again, Dr. Deb, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, especially as we enter into Christmas tomorrow, girl.
1: Thank you so very much, Joseph. It's been really fun.
0: Cheers. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with but won't admit. we got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.